Rando Banter, Larry and Duff. Today's guest, Haley Goodson McGee. How's it going? Good. How are you? Very good. Very good. Uh, the reason I think this is a, a great time, and in full disclosure, this is being recorded on a Sunday. September yes, 25th. 25th. It's going to come out this coming Tuesday. Um, and everybody's aware of this tropical storm, which soon to be Hurricane Ian is kind of projected to come. At least right now, we're in this cone of uncertainties. It's what? coming right at us. This is all news, isn't it? It's all new. <laughs> the sarcasm is because we did about 10 minutes and I didn't hit record. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll, we'll put that out there up front. Well, no, it's great. At last week when Emma had to tell you which one was recorded and which one wasn't, and she actually yeah. had it mixed up too, so I think it runs in the family. We <laughs> Yeah, we started last week, and Emma comes out, and it's in red, so she's like, I wanted to say good show before the show. Yeah. I was like, honey, we're recording. She's like, no, it's it's red. You're not recording. No, red means we are. So uh, the reason to have Haley today, though, is she is, uh, she. you lived on St. Thomas for how long? Five and a half years. That long? I thought it was like a year. No. I didn't really realize you were there that long. Holy yep, crap. Five and a half years. All right. And that was like, uh, what's the range? What year range? 2014 to 2019. Okay. And then, so Hurricane Irma and Maria. Were 2017. Came through as Cat 5s, basically mm-hmm. how, like only a week or two apart, right? 10 days. 10 days. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. And then we had Jose right in the middle of all that. And that also, so you had three? So, Jose was a tropical storm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a glorified rainstorm. Right. At it's crazier point. there's that many that storms. Point. They go by letter. So, I and M, there's, I can't do the math that quickly, but Somewhere. there's a lot in between that. And that was 10 days between ten days. them. Wow. Yeah. Well, we've got, there's like five different storms right now, yeah. but nothing mm-hmm. major except for the one uh, that's kind of coming our way potentially. What, Wednesday into Thursday, so. Yeah, we won't know until it gets closer. <laughs> right, right. But it's an ice storm, and ice storms seem to chase you down. They seem to chase me. Let's hope that that breaks with this one. Yeah, <laughs> and hopefully it doesn't get to him. Right. Um, <laughs> definitely interested in hearing a lot of the stories about, you know, what you went through and, and things like that. But, you know, there's a lot of interesting topics about you that I wanted to talk about. You're a musician. You're a music teacher. Mm-hmm actress mm-hmm. you do a lot of plays in the area and things mm-hmm. like that so definitely want to get into all that let's start out with uh, you know so how did you get into music was that like a st thomas thing or how did, how did you well it started in high school i played cymbals in the marching band i was a cymbal girl in the drum line um so a percussion and then i just kind of stayed with percussion i had a bass and i didn't really do anything with it for a while and i had a friend on st thomas that said hey if i teach you how to really play this thing will you play in my band and i said well i'll give it a shot and it worked out and then i ended up playing with several different bands on st thomas no stage fright for you at first yes at first at first yeah i, I like to hide behind the guys because they're all bigger than me <laughs> my bass was bigger than me yeah. <laughs> so i could hide in the back and then they kept pushing me forward because they wanted me in the front did you sing at all? Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to be closer to the mic. <laughs> no, 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 you don't have to go that close. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so you had, I didn't know you were, I was just joking about the singing thing, but you really did? Okay. Mm-hmm. They As, made me. They made you. Like okay. a lead or backup vocals? No, backup or? vocals, okay. yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Duff was a singer back in his day, right? I, I sung for half a song. It was Mr. Jones. Um, and the only time I've been on stage was actually at a karaoke bar. Mm-hmm. And they actually yanked me off with a, with the hook. They shut down. They <laughs> yeah. actually shut down the microphone. <laughs> right. Well, uh, yeah. This guy in there, and they're doing. Uh, there, nobody's a local in the Outer Banks, right? But he, it almost felt like kind of a a crowd that's there often that kind of knows, and it's up. You know, so the Jolly Roger, I think, was the name of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> and so. He's kind of a douche, I guess is a nice way to put it. He's talking about the guy at the bar. The guy at the bar. That's a a given, but. (laughs) The guy running karaoke, and his his rule was no swear. No swearing, yep. And. So you got up there and sang a bunch of curse words? No, no, you were just, he was singing (laughs) Mr. Jones. I I looked up at the the monitor for the words, and um, I I think in the middle of it, I said, these aren't the fucking words. (laughs) That was it. uh, Yeah, it was like almost like a record scratch. And then uh, lights lights went on, and he he was tapping. I mean, we showed up with a pretty big group, Mm -hmm. and um, I I don't think he liked the energy of our group, because we pretty much (laughs) took over the bar, and... So I think he was looking for a reason to cut it short. Yeah. And I gave him that reason. Bunch of early to mid 20 year olds <laughs> hammered. You know? So it wasn't your singing, it was the group, is what you're trying to say. 
Yeah. I think uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. It's definitely uh, back and forth. There was no encore for me, so. <laughs> did you ever, you've never played in a band, like, and did shows, right? No, there, just right? kind of messed around a little bit, you know, playing a, just a couple practice things, but... Yeah, it is interesting, Haley. Just I was at, um, asking you before the show just about like what kind of got you over that hump of getting on stage in front of a crowd um, because that's the thing that like I can't even play in front of friends typically unless yeah. I have a, a couple a couple beers in me. Right? Yeah, it's funny how when you're by yourself, you can play anything, but as soon as somebody's watching or listening, you just know that they're watching or listening. It just you screw up immediately. Um, but the more that I would play out in front of everybody, the more comfortable I would get with that. And now it's not an issue. Gotcha. What was the biggest uh, crowd you played to in, in St. Thomas or even back here? The, I don't know. There's hundreds of people out there. That's, we played a festival oh. in St. Thomas. So there nice. several hundred. Yeah. How many people, like, what's the population of St. Thomas? No idea. That's a great Joanna question. Too many. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> I want to say it was like 55,000 at one point. But then you have all the tourists that come in every single day, and that doubles the population. Yeah, that's true. The population and the amount of people that are actually there are probably two different things. Right, exactly. As of 2020, the population of St. Thomas is 42,461 people. Wow, 42,000. And that's on a 13 by 6 mile island. What's 13 times 6? How many square miles is that? Oh, we had a calculator. <laughs> just so you don't have to do that. But okay, so that's like um, like three Oxfords. Just pretty small. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it still takes an hour to get anywhere because of all the traffic. All the traffic, yeah. yeah. And then you add, like you said, another 40,000 people at any given time mm-hmm. of tourists. That's a U.S. property, so you don't have to have a passport to go there, right? Nope. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, we we went there once on a cruise ship, probably I don't know, ten years ago or so. Um, pretty sure we needed a passport, but because St. Martin was also on that as well. Oh, right, but they're not U.S., so you so, need it there, yeah. But to get on St. Thomas, you don't have it. Just just your ID. Yeah. How much music are you playing since you've moved back here? Currently, a lot. Okay. But um, I'm not playing with a band as much out and about now. I'm not gigging as much because I'm teaching full time. But I'm teaching music, so I get to play every day. That's awesome. Yeah. What other instruments do you teach? Is, is it? Uh, right now, we're working on xylophones and melodicas and keyboard and ukuleles. I do have a keyboard sitting around for three years now that I haven't touched. Yeah. Or once I did. <laughs> Emma's got one in there, too. No clue how to play it. No. So maybe Jazzy can show her how. She probably could. Has she taken, she's obviously taken an interest. In... She has always taken an interest. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Most hey kids. Who is Jazzy? <laughs> Sorry, Jazzy is her daughter. Oh. Yes. Who is Thank also you. friends with my daughter, Emma. Yes. <laughs> so those Best two. Best friends, actually. Yeah. They'll those correct th- you. Best friends. When they get together, <laughs> those two. Oh, my goodness. They're pretty adorable. Yeah. <laughs> so Jazzy's going to play the musical instruments and Emma's going to sing? Or uh, yell? I don't or know. They probably <laughs> fight over it, to be honest. Yeah, they'll, they'll have to be a dual <laughs> singing band. And, um, they both want the attention. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma will have to learn an instrument, though. She she wants to learn everything and then doesn't have the patience to learn anything. That's where Jazzy's at right now, too. I've been trying to teach her since she was very little because she'd always come and watch my shows. She's grown up watching me play, mm. and she just the attention's not there yet. But it will be. It'll get there. It'll exactly. get there. Yeah, Emma had me, basically, we're at Guitar Center, and she had me talked into, like, a little $70 ukulele. I was going to buy it. I was going to buy it, and then I'm just thinking, like, you know, I bought her that that keyboard. She like did what she actually pulled up a lesson on YouTube one time. It was like six months ago. Hasn't touched it since. So yeah, I'm not gonna waste my time with that. We actually had her uh, record singing. I forget what the song was, but through here we did a little recording of her with. It's like oh, a yeah. karaoke yep. version, but they, you know. Yeah. I remember they did touch it the last time we were here because I think Rocky kicked it or something. Oh, so it just got punted. <laughs> they used it for a football. <laughs> That's perfect. So I, I've also seen you, you've posted that you do, you do plays in the area and things mm-hmm. like that also. Yeah. You always like to pick weekends that are, like, tough. We, <laughs> Megan's like, we got to go. We got to go. It's not me. It's fairly works. Yeah. <laughs> and so, that, so that's how you do plays through? Yeah. So I'm an actress with Parish Playworks, and we do nice. shows around the community. 
cool. With our, our first one was at the Rebo Museum yep. in Parrish. Um, we did a murder mystery. Nice. And then we did a Christmas thing where we did caroling, and we were Who's from Whoville. Then our most recent one was Dearly Beloved, and we did it at the uh, Bradenton Convention Center. Cool. Yeah. What's your favorite role that you've played? Mm, probably the Who. The Who. <laughs> the Who. Where are you from originally? Texas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Texas to Florida and Alabama, then back to Texas, then St. Thomas, then here. Back to Florida. Wow. Just like Megan, she's all over the place too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Alabama. How'd sort that of. one sneak in there? Sort of. Well, my dad, he teaches for CSU, Columbia mm. Southern University. Yeah. And he had a condo in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Okay. And I lived in Pensacola, but then went back and forth. But I went to school. I did my undergrad at the University of West Florida. Okay. And so I lived there. And then after that, moved back to Texas and then down to St. Thomas. Is that and now I'm here. So we've only... Don't even know where I'm going with that. <laughs> we can edit that out. <laughs> oh, there's going to be a lot of we can edit that out today. Like, I, I was, in full disclosure, sitting right here last night at 1 o'clock in the morning drinking. So I'm a little scatterbrained today. <laughs> Buddy I work with came over and hung out. He showed up at like 9.30. He was supposed to be here at like 6. So Megan's like, uh, as he's showing up, Megan's like, I'm, I'm going to bed. So Go outside and keep it quiet. <laughs> So a little, a little <laughs> scattered today. So for me, and I don't know if, if you experience this, I'm not even going to ask you, but <laughs> when I have a late night of drinking, I'm essentially feel like I, I have some sort of like early onset Alzheimer's thing going on. Where it's like my brain's just, woo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not just me. <laughs> I have to have Joanna say, did you, did you realize what you asked last night or you said last night or... <laughs> <laughs> no. So, we have, I have lots to... of conversations <laughs> like that. I have like this programming in my brain now, but I know when I've had a little too much, don't say anything. Don't like get quiet. <laughs> just stop talking. Just not stop talking, but like, yeah, just keep it at the minimum. Just shut your mouth. Shut your you're drunk. Shut up. Lots yeah. of nods. Your wife shape. is right. <laughs> just let it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm, no. <laughs> so there's a there's a point with me drinking where the the loud the noise the noise and then it's like ooh shut up. But there's definitely <laughs> that. <laughs> I think we all have that. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I, get I, super I know some happy and giggly when I'm drinking. And but you you're, you're yeah but your point the drop off point is when you pass out. Pretty much for most people <laughs> that's usually the case. True. I true. think I, I've got a. A barrier, right? No, A, I need to stop now. B, I also need to just shut up because I'm going to say some dumb things and I'm going to regret tomorrow that I, I get. Know. I used to get happy and giggly, too. Now I don't have time to drink. So. <laughs> now what are drinks? Now what are drinks? I don't, I don't even know now. <laughs> I thought at noon, you know, in about 40 minutes, we were going to... No? Was that out? <laughs> just kidding. So speaking of uh, 40 minutes, actually, no, 40 minutes ago, the latest track came out. We have to look that up soon, but see if we're. Uh, are you gonna check that out? I'm on it. Yeah, let's see where this thing's coming. So you're in St. Thomas. We're mm-hmm. 2017. H- had you been through a hurricane before all this? Yes, I had, but it wasn't anything like what I experienced. So I had been through a cat too in okay. Gulf Shores, uh, but there was a lot of rain, and it was just like a big thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and that was all I had experienced until until Irma. Yeah, that's gonna be crazy because technically, like the statement is, hey, you feel like you're on an island, but you are on an island. Yes. Like a long ways away from anywhere else. Yes. Um, so the only way out is boats or airport. So. Right. Right. And um, before Irma hit us, they had told us it was gonna be a cat too. Whatever. We've been through a cat too. No big deal. And then three days before, they're like, I was surprised just getting it's a cat five and it's coming right at you. Oh my God. Yeah. So, so then, it was two days before you said? Three days before. Three days before. And at that point, I was like, well, maybe we need to leave. <laughs> and so I checked for flights and there were none. Yep. It was closed down. Oof. The ports were closed. We were just stuck. What, what type of structure were you in? Were you inland? Were you near the, we the were beach? On the water. I mean, okay. Yeah. We were about 23 feet above the water. The way the hurricane was coming, were you pretty much looking out your window, seeing the thing coming, or? Well, I mean, yeah, uh, the um, the eye hit us. 
<laughs> so it was all around us. Um, before it actually hit us, though, we were outside, and you could see, because there's a bunch of little mini tornadoes within the hurricane. And so we were out on top of the peninsula, and we just saw all these water spouts around us, because we lived at the end of a, like, on the side of this peninsula right here. And luckily, it wasn't like a mountain or anything. It was just like a little hill. So the water that came down just went beside us. It didn't you know, do a lot of flooding because it didn't have a lot of room to collect. So the hurricane does seem to be tracking towards the west. It looks like it's going to hit Tallahassee as a Category 1 now. Okay, so it's still moving so, further west. Yeah, every update, it looks like it's moving more and more west. Good, good. We'll Keep see. it going. Though. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. That's the thing. It's like even with Irma, they said it was going to go south of us. And then all of a sudden, it was right on top of us. Yeah. So we'll see. And so you, you went through Irma. and I mean, what's that like? What time of day did that come through? Was that daylight or nighttime? Or? It was daytime. Okay. Yeah. It hit about, I think it was like 1, one thirty when we started seeing everything. Um, and then it really hit us hard at about 2, I think it was. Were you able to do any preparations for it? Or you are pretty much just, hey, it's, yeah. it's here? and Yeah. We, we prepared as best we can, as best we knew how. Um, we stocked up on water, <laughs> so that was good. And we had a bunch of, you know, tuna and Vienna sausages and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Did you board up do. the windows? We or? did, yeah. We put, we had boards. We put up on top of the windows and the doors. And, like, on an island, too. Like, you can't, you basically can't get anywhere. I'm sure supplies are kind of limited. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. and everything has to be shipped in. Yeah. And then you have power outages. It's not like they can just in a day or two get that fixed no definitely not yeah so you were did you essentially lose power from irma straight on through yeah so we we knew it would be would be bad but we didn't know how bad it would be and after we after it was all over we walked outside and everything was just destroyed and all the power poles and power lines and everything just snapped so there was no power anywhere. And we were without power for 84 days. 84? 84 days. Ugh. What did you do to pass the time? <laughs> Cleaned up. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, yeah, had to pump all the water out of my ga- my um pu- had to pump all the water out of the house. Out of my room alone, <laughs> I had to pump 100 gallons out. Cuz it flooded. And there was no way to t- to get it out or to keep it out. The it was like somebody had a pressure washer outside of your window, and it was just spraying through. Were you aware of the other storms that were coming? Or no. did those catch you by surprise? <laughs> no, those caught us by surprise. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. So, yeah, you're sitting there cleaning up, not knowing what's going on, no power, and then a Cat 1, you said, was, was Jose? Jose was a just a tropical storm. storm. Yeah, he came through. So it rained. It didn't flood anything. It was just a storm at that point after mm-hmm. going through Irma. <laughs> um, like a thunderstorm. And then Maria came through, and she, so Irma was really dry, and she did flood the house, but she didn't do a lot of damage to the island as far as flooding goes. She was very dry. She just destroyed everything, (laughs) ripped everything in half, ripped all the leaves off of all the trees. Um, Yeah, she was very destructive. And then Maria came through, and she was wet, and she flooded everything that was destroyed. Man, I can't even imagine going through something like that and then not knowing you have a second one on your doorstep, you know, about to come through. Does so, when you see what kind of what we're seeing right now in the news where a couple of days ago, you know, we're it's showing the track coming right at you again. Right. And the thing is you just don't you never really know until it gets closer where it's gonna go. Right. And that's the thing. Yeah. I mean that's like the good thing about this. Yeah, and there yeah. are like three different models I think out right now. Mm. And one has it they haven't budged at all. It's headed right towards us. Mm. And then one's like way west, yeah. like Louisiana or something like that. Right. And then the other one's or National Hurricane Center is right in the middle. It's yeah, like, they're it's consensus. gonna go up this way. Right. Right. So essentially so. the Euro has it coming right at us. Yeah. Which from my understanding, just listening to weather people talk about the models is usually the euro is more accurate when it comes to Correct. where it's going. Yeah. And the GFS, which is the American models, right. are more accurate with strength. Right. If you listen... For what that's worth. For what that's <laughs> worth, yeah, we're going to yes. get a strong hurricane. Um, it's continuing to track west, and let's hope that continues. Yeah. And even the, the euro, a couple of days ago, had it like almost turning and going like very south Florida through like Naples and like Palm Beach kind of. And right, now that's right. all the way north of us already. So Yeah. 
Let's just hope so. that continues. Yes. <laughs> You've been down here for since 07. Have you dealt with any Duff? Any, anything? Really just the Irma one. And when I was in college, we had a few that hit, but nothing major. Irma was the interesting one just because of the projected path. Even the night, going into the night, it was supposed to hit because I think it hit at like 2 in the morning. Mm -hmm. yeah. yes. So even going into that night... Um, you know, it was, it, it was a hectic, you know, few days. Um, what I appreciate is my wife, Joanna, she she doesn't over prepare, but she prepares like kind of like ladders up. Like so, you know, a week out, there's, you know, we're getting water, we're getting some food. Then it, then all of a sudden then it's batteries and then it's, you know, so yeah. we're not panicking a, a week in advance. But as it got closer, it just you had to do more and more. And one of the things was our storm shutters, like two or three days before we're putting those up. Um, mm hmm which were a huge pain in the ass, no, but, uh, you know, they were worth it. But <laughs> And that was amazing. That really brought the neighborhood together because everybody was helping everybody right. get their shutters up. It was awesome. Yep. Uh, that didn't work that way in St. Thomas. Why not? What happened? Just everybody for things. themselves. Yeah, everybody for themselves kind of thing. And, I mean, they did help, but, uh, I mean, one of my friends needed help when we drove over and helped her, but everybody's kind of spread apart. Um, our neighbors and we came together and helped each other, but... I was going to ask you, how, how long after these two hurricanes hit, the power comes back on? How long after that did you say, all right, I'm done, I'm moving, yeah, <laughs> I'm moving to Florida? Two years. <laughs> oh, you stayed another two years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I stayed another two years. And even when I left, it still wasn't fully recovered. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, it, maybe it was about 50% at that point. Mm -hmm. um, but it was never the same as what it was when I moved there initially. Did so you have a daughter at that time? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was four and a half at the time. They were saying that Puerto Rico, so they Puerto Rico just had, and I, and I would assume St. Thomas because they're right near each other, mm -hmm. that Cat 1, I forget what it was, a couple weeks ago that went through Puerto Rico. Yeah. And they had already wiped out their entire entire power grid because it was so fragile from those two storms or three I storms. I believe it, yeah. yeah. So now just a, a weakish hurricane comes through and Puerto Rico's kind of reeling again. Even the power poles had to be shipped in. That's why it took so long to, you know, rebuild and get the power back. But we always brought the linemen pizza, hoping that they would come visit us. <laughs> yeah, you want to do ours first. <laughs> what kind of, you know, you, before all these storms are coming, you, you guys are kind of preparing, and you said it is, you know, sort of last minute. Oh, it's not a Cat 2. It's going to be a Cat 5, and right. you're in line. I mean, that's got to go from, I, I know we get a little excited with, you know, oh, Cat one, cat two, let's have a hurricane party. But at some point, that mindset yeah, changes. No, there were to, no hurricane oh, parties at that point. Um, yeah. but there was, let's build some lifelines so we don't fly out of the house, <laughs> is what that, that became. Because <laughs> oh, uh, there was the way our house was built, there was no safe spots. And so we had to have the safety lines just in case. Mm -hmm. But we got really lucky, though, because we were kind of, like I said, we were on a peninsula and we were below the hill. So we we're kind of tucked in. And it didn't have a crazy storm surge, thank goodness. It was mainly just crazy wind. And so the sustained winds were, I think it was 185 miles an hour. And the gust on the north side of the island, I had a friend that clocked it at 286 miles an hour. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yikes. Mm -hmm. So what exactly is, do you say a safe line? Or a life A safety line. line. Safety yeah. line. So you hook yourself up to something? Yes, yeah, so you don't oh. fly away. <laughs> so no, yeah, that was just sense. in case. Maybe more a tornado type thing, but I guess at 185 and 200. Yeah, there, and, there was just down the uh, road from us, there was somebody that had a wall that got sucked out, and they did too. Wow. Yeah. So it was a thing, but it's uh, a lot of it's controlling the pressure inside of the house right. so the roof doesn't go flying off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And we tried to do that. I wonder what, where that point is because, you know, Cat 1, Cat 2s, I, I would sit out here. I'd love right. to. Yeah, yeah. You know, but exactly. Megan gets nervous with opening and closing the doors because she's like, you're not supposed to do that. Like, <laughs> I don't think we are have to worry about a cat one or cat two. No, no. But when you're um, into... You reach cat, I think cat four, even cat three, maybe and above. Yeah. Me need to be careful, but definitely with cat five. And it's like, we were, we didn't have glass windows. We had screens with wood shutters. Okay. Um, But even still, we just cracked them a little bit on the side that the storm wasn't intense on. And then um, we would switch it when it changed to the other side of the house, just so even out the, the pressure. Right. Um, even with that, though, we were in the living room, and 
my parents were down there too. My dad said, you need to move. I was like, oh no, okay. So I jumped up, I didn't ask questions, but I looked back, there's this window behind me and it was fluctuating. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. <laughs> and, but there's a sliding glass door beside it. And even though it was hurricane glass, it was in there, it was vibrating. Mm. Like, oh no. So we all ran back to the back bedroom. At that point, Jasley's like, oh, I'm so scared, mom. And I was like, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> trying to keep it together myself. Um, she did really well, though, other than that. Um, but it just kind of popped out of the frame. It didn't shatter or anything. Okay. Yeah. And how and long then, did that last? The uh... I'm trying to remember. The actual storm. Yeah. Did it, f- did it feel like it lasted longer than it did? or? Did it, did... I trying to remember. I think it was about six hours that it was on top of us. Maybe even longer. Was there the calm in the eye? Like, what, was there, like, a lull for a little while? or No. No, just completely. Six hours of that, just. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what's cool about Irma is that it did hit during the day. And even though it ended during the nighttime, we could see a lot of what was going on around us. You know, you could see the trees flying, <laughs> the roofs flying. And, you know, you could, it wasn't as scary because you could see what was going on. Yeah. And then our, Maria hit us in the middle of the night. And all we heard was stuff banging against the doors and the walls and everything. We don't know what hit us. Yeah. You know, we couldn't see. Um, so even though Maria was less intense than Arma, it was scarier because it was nighttime. What does that sound like? Like a Cat 5 listening to a Cat 5 hurricane? I could show you. Sure. Well, yeah, well, hey, he's finding it. I mean, we could It'll- speak. Our experience was nothing like this in, in Irma, I don't think. But um, there was the... the I think Joanna slept in a closet, which was an interior room. I did. I did. She slept with our cats at the time. We actually hosted a few people, my sister-in-law, one of our, one of our friends. And um, I had to sleep in the third bedroom with uh, my sister-in-law's cat. But uh, with me, I can sleep through anything. So I just I had actually a decent night's sleep, although it was on a futon. But as a cat two or cat three was just plowing through Tampa. So well, I thought it was a cat one. Uh, maybe I'm... It made landfall in, like, Naples area as a two. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, by the time it got to us, it probably wasn't too bad. But That's, um, that's during the storm. Did it cooperate? You just, just play put it up to the mic? Yeah, play it right into the mic. Okay, see if it works. This is from our house. And just six hours of that? Six hours of that? <laughs> I mean, it essentially sounds like a train's passing by for six hours. For six hours. Like a, a high-speed train. When you can't get your Nintendo to work and it just has that static. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Joanna's jaw just hit the floor because <laughs> of the video. <laughs> the video is crazy. Haley just showed us the videos and the sound. It was a... Pretty pretty scary of thing that you had to go through for six hours, but uh, you know, just I didn't know how to describe that, and and also the aftermath. Uh, it looked, I mean, it looked like nuclear war went through, and no no leaves on the trees. I mean, things uprooted. Um, but uh, you were telling us that uh, you know you did have a boat on the island. We and, did, um, yes, yeah, we had a sailboat, and we after Irma, we were actually trapped in our house for five days. <laughs> Because there was a telephone pole that was blocking the road, so we couldn't get anywhere. Anywhere we went, we had to walk. And um, my brother and I, at the time, had actually walked for a while, maybe in, I don't even know how many miles, trying to find any source of Wi-Fi <laughs> to let people know we were alive. Um, but yeah, once we finally were able to get our vehicle you know, away from our house, um, somebody chopped up the telephone pole. I don't know who did that. But... They, um, once we were able to get to the boat yard to check on our boat, we got there and everything was just, it was just like, like you said, a nuclear warhead had just gone off. <laughs> it just, and all the boats were toppled over on top of each other, the ones that were dry docked, and a bunch of holes in the holes and masts split in half. I mean, it's just, my heart sunk <laughs> when we watched in there. And so our boat was actually in the water. And I was just hoping that the dock was still there <laughs> at that point. And we get out there and it was. And we got out to dock A, and a catamaran had gotten loose and flipped over and destroyed all the boats on dock A. Ugh. 
Our boat was on dock B. <laughs> oh. Yes. So we get down to dock B, and the first boat had a big hole in the hole, and the mast was split in half, and there was some things wrong with the other boats walking down. Ours was at, towards the end of the dock, and we get over there, and it looks untouched. With everything you went through, the, the boat's untouched. The it's, boat. like, it's like Forrest Gump when right. he, with the shrimp and bone. <laughs> right. yeah, the only one and, that survives. Yeah, and so the only thing that had happened was the railing on the front of it, the bow pulpit, had, um, it was tied to a piling, and it hit that, and that broke. But <laughs> in comparison, that was nothing. Right. What was crazy about the video, too, is that when you're watching it, it's everything, like the wind takes on like a white. It's like a like a yeah. fog hurricane. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's always like that where they both well you couldn't see the other one was at night. Yeah, it was at night. Yeah. That, that's what I hated about when we experienced Irma here mm-hmm. in Florida as it hit us in the middle of the night essentially like you had said earlier Duff. And I, I wanted to kind of see what it looked like outside with everything. Yeah, that that was the cool thing about Irma. It's because you could see everything. You could see the trees flying past. You could see them snapping in half. You could see the trees the, coming the, at you. The roofs <laughs> flying overhead. You know, you could mm. see everything going by. And that was that made it neat. Um, not that it was neat. But right. Just being able to see everything going on. It made it less scary than what it was. Mm. And then Maria came through 10 days later and she hit us in the middle of the night. And all we heard was, like I was saying, the bangs and whatever else on the side of the house. And we didn't know what was, what was going on. But I, our neighbor was up on top of the peninsula. And it had Irma shattered his windows on his second floor. And then Maria came through and flooded everything. So it flooded his whole house oh, from no. the top. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Well, we were lucky because we were tucked down there behind the hill. Right. Did you have any damage to your car? No. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. um, Couldn't drive it anywhere because the roads were covered. Yeah, yeah. And it <laughs> was an electric awesome. vehicle, so that was the whole thing, too. <laughs> 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 and without power, you know, you're kind of kind of screwed Did you there. use the boat for a little while to get around? or? And no, there's a bunch of, I mean, you know, boats in the way that were yep. capsized and things. No docks yeah. to <laughs> pull it into to across the island anyways, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah can't get anything on And there. all the ports were closed everywhere. So, um, Yeah, no, it was it was crazy. I, I couldn't imagine. I don't want to imagine. I don't want to know what um, it's like to live through that. But, you know, it, it brought the island yeah. together in the end, though, because it everybody came together to help clean up the mm. island because there was a lot of destruction. <laughs> The aftermath was actually worse than the actual storm. Um, because, it, again, like he said, it was like a nuclear warhead went off all over the island, ripped all the leaves off all the trees, all the, everything was broken, everything was destroyed. Um, there was a lot of cleanup to do. And a lot of people came together to help start rebuilding the island the mm-hmm. best we could. Um, the stores weren't open because they were destroyed. Sure. <laughs> and the gas stations, they were started rationing gas once they finally started reopening um they would only let us get thirty dollars worth of gas and gas was like six dollars a gallon or something crazy like that at that point price gouging Mm -hmm. um but then so there was a line you had to wait several hours just to get that thirty dollars of gas but what we would do is stand there in line and each of us had a gas can (laughs) so all of us in the family would get thirty dollars worth of gas just to put in our generator Mm -hmm. to run at night to help get the mosquitoes off of us sure yeah, so we didn't have a way to cook anything, so we cooked everything on the grill. Right. Anything that we could get. Lots of tortillas and yeah. cans of beans and stuff. Right. Yeah. And I assume the the biggest source of income for the island is tourism, right? So yeah. you, know, that yeah. you had to... Cut that out for a while. <laughs> yeah, and before that, I was gigging a lot, and so that was my main source of income at that point. Um, but then... You know, that kind of went by the wayside, too, because the bars were open because they were, you know, destroyed. And then they started reopening when they got everything back together or starting to anyways. And um, we would go to them and talk to them. Hey, do you want some live entertainment? And they're like, we do, but we can't pay you right now because of obvious reasons. (laughs) And I'm like, well, we understand that. But, um, you know, if you'll just give us some food and a bag of ice to take home, that'd be cool. Yeah. So we started playing for food and ice at that point. How long do you think until, I mean, how long did you do that for before we kind of can start opening and serving customers? And uh, they, well, they were, they were serving customers, but it was just, you know, a minimal menu, whatever they had. Um, 
And but we played like that for at least a couple of months. Jeez. Yeah. <sighs> um, I don't know like the hurricane history of that, like St. Thomas and stuff like that. But I know like so Miami after Hurricane Andrew came through, their codes changed and like the the buildings now had Andrew come through. There'd be damage and things like that, obviously, but it would be a lot less, I guess, just because building codes and stuff like that are better. Like what's the what are buildings like? What's the? I know you don't know construction code and anything like that. I'm not <laughs> no, asking that either. Yeah, I don't know about the codes. Is it like you know cement build? Uh, cement some built of them buildings are. Or? Yeah, some of them are. Okay. Um, you would want them to be. So if you ever go Certainly. there and you want to live there, make sure your house is made of concrete. <laughs> um, yeah, some of them, most of them are made of concrete. Good. So when that so because it would essentially two cat five storms. Anything that wasn't concrete probably got flattened at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's just not there. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there was a church that um, it, it wasn't like on top of a hill, but it was out in the open, and we drove past, and the whole front half of it was just gone. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. You had brought up um, like what would happen if a storm hit Tampa Bay directly. Yeah, I kind of just peruse different articles here and there and this popped up about a year or two ago um and there's i guess i guess there was a model that they built that it's called hurricane phoenix and it's a simulation of pretty much tampa's worst nightmare so uh, on the way down uh on the way down here today i had joanna read it and she was horrified (laughs) by what it is uh you know so if a cat five ever were to hit tampa and of course this is this is a hit at a certain time of day where the tides are where they are. Um, but pretty much uh, some of the wording, like it actually mentioned neighborhoods we lived in, in roads we traveled on every day. It just pretty much said St. Petersburg would turn into an island. It would, if, if, if the hurricane was it Indian Rocks Beach, so we're getting a little local here, but um, if, it, if the eye hit Indian Rocks Beach, threw all the water up Tampa Bay, Mm-hmm. flood downtown Tampa, the Davis Island, Harbor Island. I mean, they were talking that the, the, the floodwaters would be up to, you know, the middle of the whole county. Uh, they're saying power would be out all in St. Pete, um, all of Hillsborough. I mean, it was... Oldsmar, West Chase would yeah, be just, underwater, which is where mm, we live. So. Let's say 27-foot mm. storm surge, I think. Was it 27 or 42? I forget. Oh, geez. 40, I think it was 45. So, yeah. I mean... It, it, it was a very sobering article. And again, this would be a one in a million type thing, but it's also sure. mentioning that Tampa no, hasn't been hit by a major hurricane in 99 years, so we're due. Right. Which is now 101 say. years. <laughs> yeah, well, no, we're I think they redid due. the article. So okay, this actually was just published uh, a few months ago again, or republished. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just a, it's, it's a sobering thing to say. Like, you know, Tampa would never be the same. The, the beaches would all be washed away. So it's, uh, cool. it's almost like reading a... a the Stephen King book, you know, like, <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's interesting to, to read it though. If you live in the area and just know, okay, if something like this could happen. Cool. You, know, you just never, you never know. And the, again, that's a category five. I think, right. I think the article right. said there's only five category fives that ever hit the U S but, right. um, something cool I saw with Irma and Maria was even though the Island was destroyed, the, the plant life and the beaches replenished themselves a lot quicker than we can rebuild anything. Hmm. So that's really cool. So yeah. it allowed for new growth. That's awesome. See, mm-hmm. Earth will put itself together. We'll reset reset oh. button. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need us. It doesn't need us. Well, and with Irma as well, they had boats in the roads. Or Maria. Maria. Yeah, there were boats in the roads. It washed them on top of Oh, the so road. from like storm surge and coming on. planes over and all kinds of stuff. Ugh. Yep. I mean, it's six days out. That's kind of like that type of storm is what they were predicting for us. Six, seven days out. They had a Cat 4 hitting just north of Tampa Bay, which would be on the south side, push all that water right up into mm-hmm. Tampa Bay. It had it hit exactly like that, which, you know, and it, it didn't, or it's not going to probably, but let's hope. <laughs> yes, let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> At least here we can drive away. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, you can get out of yeah, here. We're now, not, granted, we're not stuck. Being on the big peninsula, it's going to be millions and millions of cars. Yeah, but even after during the aftermath, you know, you're not stuck. You don't have to oh, deal right. with it because our airport was destroyed, and so we couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. The ports were closed. We were just stuck. Right. Um, once they did start doing flights six months later. Six months six later. Six months later, yeah. Oof. 
they the the flight just from St. Thomas up to Miami was sixteen hundred dollars a person. A lot of people wanted to get out. Mm-hmm. And there were private flights that went out before then, but they were four to five thousand dollars a person. So the rich people could get out. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, right. you know how it goes. Then the peasants sixteen hundred dollars a flight for uh, a few months <laughs> until most of them have left, and then we'll get back to normal. What's a normal flight to St. Thomas? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know now. Oh, you don't go yeah. all the back? No. You never uh, going back or? Not yet. No. no. Okay. Mm. We're planning to, but haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when uh, you talk about the evacuations, uh, it was there was some funny story. Enough. Well, kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> ironic, I guess, is probably the better word. But people trying to get out of Tampa, uh, they you know there was gas stations that didn't have gas. Mm-hmm. So everybody got backed up trying to drive north and get out, get to Georgia. And then other people, I think they got hit worse in Georgia yeah. <laughs> where it was. So it was like, you, so you just can never know. Uh, you know, you have a good idea a few days out, but um, you know, you just can. You just really never know. I remember that the, originally Irma was supposed to come to us as a cat four, possibly five, mm-hmm. you know, early on. And then it ended up hit you guys, but then went through um, crossed by Cuba, and what ended up happening is all those high mountains in Cuba ripped it apart a little bit, so it weakened it. So then, you know, it turned, and we only got a cat, too, which is good. It's still loud as hell. I remember all, because I stayed up pretty much the whole night. I don't know about you. You slept wonderfully, slept, yeah. sweetheart. But <laughs> I, I, I was up all night. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was, too. Yeah. A little bit of, you know, anxiety and a little bit of just, like, <laughs> excitement. Like, yes, it's a hurricane. A little bit it's of not whiskey. A, <laughs> a little bit of whiskey. It's not a major hurricane, but it's a strong one. So yes. I was so badly wanted to go outside and just... Uh, yeah. did, we'll you, did you have your shutters down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because gotcha. originally, like I said, like two and a half days out, we were cat four and taking a direct hit. So, you know, they were 50 miles off, fortunately, from two day, two and a half days out. Right. Um, so it was much further south. and But, I mean, it came directly like the eyewall came over us. So... Not that I heard any difference, but just seeing from the, the models after mm-hmm. the track that it took, it came right over us. Well, that's where right. your strongest winds are. Right. But it was just Cat 2. Like, I think they said like 110 was the strongest we got here. So nothing major happened. We Our house had, um, we've had it rescreened since, but our, our three, you know, panels, the panels <laughs> like lost one for, or, you know, one of the sides came loose. That was it. That was the, all the damage we got. Although... We did have to replace our AC a week later, and they said that Irma finished it. So, oh, so it was. I guess they didn't get away scot free, but need a replacing anyways. It, it was gonna be due anyway. Yeah, the house was seven, and it was so over ten years or ten years old. So, do you think you could have done eighty four days without power? No. Oh no. <laughs> no. I don't know about four days without oh, power. It's power, cell service, Wi Fi, internet. All that, nothing, no running water, no podcasts, no po- <laughs> no, no podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, we couldn't. All we needed is to plug this in, but then we wouldn't be able to upload it. So, and they did have a, a cruise ship that came through, that took some people off island, took them up to Miami or something. I don't know, but the thing was nobody knew about it. If you, yeah, you had. Yeah, how to, do you tell somebody? About yeah, it? like how are you supposed to know? It was you know coconut vine at that point. So how did the, so the, there was a port at least that this boat could get to and. Yeah, it went to Haven site. That's all yeah. I know. Um, Again, you had to be there. You had to get on the list mm-hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> and be able to get on the boat. And you That'd had to know about shot. it. <laughs> you had to know about it. But we were, we were further away. We were more on the east side of the island. That was the south side of the island. So the coconut vine hadn't traveled that far yet. Gotcha. Yeah. How long did it take you to communicate with family members off the island? Uh, like, my brother was able to, the second day, find a spot that had some Wi-Fi somewhere. Okay. And he was able to update people. But then after that, it was a few days. But then Maria came And then through. Maria. And then, like, it was, yeah. Wow. I'd be freaking out knowing I had family, like, in St. Thomas during right. that. Like, oh, yeah. my gosh. I can't and, get in touch with them. Right. Well, the good thing was that in Haven site where the cruise ship did come through, they had underground power lines. And so that one spot in particular, if you could get to it, they had Wi-Fi. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And how far, one spot. How far mm-hmm. was that from you? Um, probably a 15, 20 minute drive. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah. Not too bad. Four hour walk. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 15, 20 minute drive. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you had nothing else to do. So yeah, nothing else not? to do. Just a little clean up, clean up, 
Get the brooms out. Yes. Try to put the fences back together. We had zip tied things together, trying to keep, you know, like the hose from you know, flailing about, you know. Mm. Uh, we tried to zip tie the gate together. We had a, a metal gate and um, it just snapped those in half like they were nothing. <laughs> Goodness. And then we had a fence that was in front of our house and it was just like, no, we don't need that either. <laughs> okay. Did you ever, like, 84 days, I mean, essentially, you're. A nomad. You know. Could you go to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the no, she held it was. for 84 days. <laughs> yes, no, she didn't go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but did you at some point start to, like, lose your sanity? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, because, um, again, we started playing music out, and that's kind of my, my own <laughs> mental therapy. Um, and so once we were able to do that, it was, like, some sense of normalcy yeah. for us, even though we weren't playing for money we're playing for food and ice still it was just um it gave us a little bit of hope i guess and then uh, my brother and i wrote a song called i survived two cat fives <laughs> and so i really really liked that while we were playing out um and then it was like a month or two when the school jazzy school opened back up but they didn't have ac or anything and so they had them make little paper fans and they said draw a picture on it and she just drew this big swirl she drew the hurricane. Yeah, and I was like, what is that, Jazzy? She's like, that's Irma. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag never forget. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. When I was trying to prepare for this a little bit, you have a hashtag, I survived two cat fives that yes. you share. So I clicked on that, and I think you're in every, you, you own that one, you know. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> so you should uh, trademark that and keep Hashtag. using it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, record yes. the song. Or did you already record it, you said? It, or you? Yeah, we do have a recording of it. Change it to three after this week. <laughs> huh? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you is right. Oh, yeah, I think at that point I'd probably leave for a little while. Yeah, we were thinking if, if it was projected at a four or higher and yeah. looked like we were taking a direct hit, it would be. Right, yeah. See ya. I don't really want Jazzy to go through that again. <sighs> Where'd you go? I think two cat fives in <laughs> one lifetime is, uh, yeah. is enough. Yeah, I think you've Absolutely. exceeded your limit. Um, I don't know. We, I mean, we have obviously out of Florida, but there's several places we. I think we would just try to maybe get out, get a hotel room somewhere out of the way, see what happens, and then either head back or continue on. If it, your luck, the hurricane would follow you. Well, that's what actually <laughs> what the original projections were that it was going to go through Florida and then up the East Coast. So it was like re- really weird. Where'd you try go? to outrun it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we go to St. Thomas. You know? There you go. <laughs> It'd be the only way to no, and then you get stuck there because there's, you know, more coming. Right. Yeah, this isn't the end of it, unfortunately. No. Uh, how's your uh, pumpkin muffin doing? It's delicious. No, nothing pumpkin's good. Everything pumpkin is good. Here's I have a nutty I, pumpkin coffee and a pumpkin have muffin. You have, a, have you smelled the pumpkin apple candle from Bath and Body Works? I have not. It's amazing. I'll have to find that. <laughs> I don't know how it tastes, but <laughs> it at least smells good. I love fall. I love fall. It's one of my favorite seasons. Then why do you live in Florida? What I, because we <laughs> only get that bad. We don't get any worse. Um, we, we do get a fall. It just happens in the winter. <laughs> um, but in terms of the, the calendar fall season, I love as well, except for pumpkin beer, pumpkin coffee, and pumpkin tea and pumpkin muffins and pumpkin pie. And pumpkin but that would bread be anywhere. Pumpkin. <laughs> ah. It's so. But delicious. it only happens in the fall. I'm not saying here. Well, true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, it. Uh, it's. Sickening. But it's a different taste. I don't know how to describe. It's just any other time during the year, it's not the same. It has to be in the fall <laughs> during football too. If football you have it in season. April, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's but in October, <laughs> it's delightful. I can't get my Sam Adams Oktoberfest in April. I can only <laughs> get it right now. Well, it's true, but I think it would taste the same. No, well, yeah. it tastes different in the fall. It does. Absolutely, <laughs> it's that air. Yeah. You know, it's the, it's the pressure in the air. I don't know. <laughs> it's the pressure from the hurricane <laughs> <laughs> that we're not getting. Hopefully, yes. Anybody knock on wood. Do you guys? Uh, you probably don't anymore, but do you guys get like kind of that back of your mind? Like you don't want anything major, you don't want any damage and all that, but 
you kind of like get excited there's a hurricane coming and you're like yeah be pretty cool absolutely yes do you still get that i do i figure you'd be like no i'm done i'm a huge adrenaline junkie okay so yes even after going through all of that yes you want more yeah Not quite to that level. Not to I don't that. want to do that again. But now I'm somewhere where I can drive away from the aftermath. You know, I don't have to wait two hours to get into a store that finally opened and pay $15 for a bag of chips. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to deal with that either. No. <laughs> but but yeah. the actual storm, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I was telling Megan, I was like, I'd be cool with Tropical Storm Cat 1. Yes. You know, that's that's yeah. not bad. And But, but the Cat 5, forget it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I used to love when we, growing up in Massachusetts, during a nor'easter, you were forced to be home. And I, I always kind of loved that. Like, you were snowed in. You couldn't go anywhere. Mm. So, I enjoyed that. I have a hatred for snow. Well, <laughs> That's why you're here. Living in it, yes. But I, I think mine comes from Texas, though, because we get a layer of ice, mm. and then it would snow a little bit on top of it. Yeah. Here's my thing, though, with snowstorms. I, I hate everything about... Being cold, being cold, but but like <laughs> just after it falls, from that point, from the end of the storm until it's hot again, I hate all of that. But the actual snowstorm itself, like I would love, I love to just you know get a chair, go sit outside in every layer of clothing I own, crack open a beer, and just because snow you can't get hurt just sitting there watching it fall. Right. You know, you know, unless somebody flips off the road and crashes into you somehow, but. I mean, that's that's extreme. It's not like a hurricane where if you sit outside during a Cat 4 hurricane, you're probably going to die. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Look out. There goes the tree. Oh, right, through, right through them. <laughs> but you're not going to get that during, you know, a, a, I mean, a blizzard with a lot of wind kind of suck, but just those, like, you're getting two feet of snow and it's going to be soft, fluffy snow. and Yeah. Just that part of it. Do so you okay just want to sit outside in a lawn chair with a beer? Just <laughs> watch the snow, watch the watch it pile on up, and then when it's done, I just want it to be okay. Now just uh, flick a switch and melt all this shit. Make real it quick. go away. Yeah, yeah. I would be cool if that was a possibility. Right. Other than that, I hate cold. I hate snow. You don't want to open your door and see like five feet of snow blocking you in. Dude, I've got pictures of that. <laughs> You know. No, thank you. And so you would also get in the nor'easters, remember those snow drifts? Where it's like one part of your yard would have two inches of snow and the other would have like eight yeah. feet. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. our house in Webster was situated just right. And then where we parked our cars, where we had one storm where like our backyard almost had no snow. But then you look at our cars and you couldn't see. <laughs> <laughs> totally covered. Did you have to shovel as a kid? As a kid, as an adult, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but I, I used to, I mean, that's how, like, Jesse Hadley and I used to make money. We would bring our shovels over, you know, shove people out, get paid 20 bucks or 10 bucks, and, you know, as, like, a 12, 13, 14, 15, 16-year-old kid. I loved that. But then I hated driving in snow, and that's kind of where it's the end. No, I just had to do it in the household just to, so pretty much, even if you had a delay or school was canceled, it didn't matter, you couldn't sleep in. Oh no! It was yeah. get your ass outside and yeah. shovel, <laughs> yeah. and then, and then we'd have to shovel the full driveway too. I had a pretty long driveway uh, where I grew up, and then um, oh, yeah. the year after I moved, went to Florida. Uh, my stepfather bought a snowblower and a plow for his truck. So like, <laughs> you know, I guess the, the the hard the labor left, and <laughs> they didn't need that. They had three boys. I mean, that's so easy. So that's why I'm not. If I never saw snow again, I'd be. Perfectly fine with that. And I, I don't know. You guys are excited about a hurricane. I'm actually annoyed because I'm probably not going to be able to golf next weekend because everything's going to be flooded. <laughs> so I'm more concerned about the aftermath of four to six inches of snow. Yeah. yeah. And you're more concerned about the aftermath of four to six inches of rain. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Same here. There's no snow in this, in this hurricane that we're getting. No. That would be cool. There might be though. ice, though. There might be hell. <laughs> How could, I don't think it's like possible, but you get like a, a hurricane that also snowed. Well, did it produce hail? Send did, that to like Maine. Did Irma produce hail at all? I have no idea. Do they have any reports the le- of tornadoes? Le- yes. <laughs> the least there of There were lots of concerns. tornadoes, but with tornadoes comes hail usually. Um, comes hail maybe, but there were hundreds <laughs> of tornadoes. <laughs> yeah. I, hundreds of tornadoes within that one hurricane. 
Yeah. That's what I don't like about the, you know, it's going to miss us. That'd be awesome. But then the outer bands, they say that's where this, the spin ups happen. And that All over be, the place. Yeah. Yeah, but it did. You're right, though, because before it hit us, as it was approaching, that's where we saw all those water spouts. Mm. Yikes. Not interested in that. Yeah. Not interested <laughs> in that at all. Jazzy thought it was really cool. Well, I've never physically seen a water spout or a tornado. Oh, no? Yeah. So, and the, and the worst I've ever experienced was the Irma Cat 2 here. Mm-hmm. So, kind of like, I'd like to see it once as long as it doesn't kill me or anybody I know or right. just really anyone. But growing up in Texas, we had a lot of tornadoes there. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had one that jumped over our house. You've said this already, but what part of Texas? It was Fort Worth area. Fort Worth. Okay. The FW area. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a little town called Springtown. 45 minutes northwest of Fort Worth. And okay. did you meet your husband, Charlie, at in St. Thomas? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. How many Americans lived there? I mean, they're all Americans, but how many from like <laughs> the states? Uh, there were quite a few. They're, they would come and go, though. Mm. They called us transplants down there. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what an expat's called? I don't know. Was, <laughs> expat, that's, I think that's what they're called. When, when you go live in a different country. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I've heard that term It's not before, a different but. country, though. It's still U.S. <laughs> sure. It's a territory. Right but next yeah, to the British were, Virgin Isles, but they are the U.S. There are a lot of seasonals, too, that they would come down and they would work for a season, and then when it's off-season, they'd go. They'd leave and then come back. You essentially had your own form of snowbirds. Mm-hmm. Might not have been. Yes. Well. They drove about the same. <laughs> Terribly, <laughs> huh? <laughs> you, see, you just have to buy a car. I mean, you boat a car from Miami to... How do you move there? Like, yeah, you, you can't <laughs> transport them down there. They have cars down there. Um, if you go vacation down there, you can rent cars. Oh, yeah. But there's also transportation. Mm-hmm. And they're called safaris. Essentially, they're buses. Oh, okay. So like a, a form of a public transit. Yeah, it's like a, a school. Actually, no, it's just like a truck with a wood wooden thing in the back of it, and you climb into it. it sounds safe. feel like I'm at Disney. Yeah, very safe. No, no seatbelts. So, yeah, no seatbelts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it went around the island. It would take you to certain spots. So if you were somewhere you could get on that, you could use that as transportation. I'm trying to think what we took around the. We did take a bus from the port to, I guess, the shopping district is what it oh, was. Oh yeah, Charlotte Amalia. Uh, yeah. But do they have something weird with cemeteries there? I can't. Do they bury coffins in the ground, or is it more like above? I thought I, I could have sworn I remember like <laughs> seeing things above ground. Maybe Don't I'm, they do that here? There's one over off of uh, whatever that road is. They're stacked above the ground, are they? Really? Okay. <laughs> I could, I, that was something weird I remember from St. Thomas. But maybe I remember there are a lot of cemeteries that we passed, but I don't remember exactly what was different about it. I just them. thought everything was above. Maybe I'm wrong. No, not, not all of them. I think some of them were. Um, however, it is a volcanic island, and so it's harder to dig To into, dig, okay. Right. That would make sense. Yeah. That conversation took an interesting turn. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Appreciate that. Hey, it's almost Halloween. <laughs> That's true. true. We are going into October here, Breeze. My birthday's coming up. Uh oh. Yeah. Put it out there. What day? No. Um, any, big pl- any big plans? What's your mailing address? We'll get it. We'll get. We'll get uh, some cards sent. How do you? Are you a Halloween? Yes. Person. I'm an October baby. Of course, I love Halloween. Oh well, yeah. That's a dumb question. <laughs> we did a. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this already, but I did a the haunted tour in St. Augustine. We oh, did you? Ghost, or it's called Ghost and Gravestones Tour. That sounds fun. Yeah, it is. It was a good time. They put So it's a, it's a trolley tour, but you go see, so you stop at the Wax Museum, and then they have, <clears throat> next to the Wax Museum is a cemetery, and they, the guy explains how it's haunted and what people see there. Yeah. And then you go through the Wax Museum, and then, you know, they try to scare you in there and all that crap. And then you get back <laughs> on the trolley, they take you to the the oldest jail supposedly in the country mm-hmm. um and they take you through there and you know they tell you all these haunting stories and try to scare you there right and cut people's heads off and all that fun stuff is that the same as the torture museum that you went to or no <laughs> no it's not associated you went to a torture we museum. also went to a torture museum and on a um so we went to saint augustine for two days and we did a whole bunch of touristy stuff so we did, um, there's Flagler College, which used to be a hotel, and it's one of the oldest hotels in the country, and, you know, all the, you know, Henry Flagler started it, and he 
along with uh, Rockefeller guy started Standard Oil. He was a billionaire, blah, blah, blah. All the rich elitists and world leaders will all come and stay there. So that was cool. So we went and we saw that. And then there's all these different drinking things, winery, distillery, breweries, all that stuff. We did all that. Um, they have a fort right there. So we did the fort. And then we did uh, the Fountain, Fountain of Youth. And so, yeah, a whole bunch of touristy things. And so one, we were there and somebody had posted on a, something I did on Facebook, like, don't discount the torture museum. You have to go. So I was like, okay, fine. So we're walking down. There's this street called um, St. George's. St. George's Street, which is it's a street, but it's all foot traffic, and they do have spots where cars can cut through. But um, tons of just stores and every kind of thing, restaurants and like a music hall or, or a little like outdoor music venue. Mm-hmm. And the torture museum was back in there. So we're walking through, and I was like, told Megan, like, there it is. Like, we kind of got to go. And <laughs> you she's, gotta go. you know, Megan's not, that's really not her scene. Mm-hmm. Not mine either, but <laughs> so, but it's, yeah, it was crazy. You go back and see how they like tortured people back in the 1500s. And it sounds terrifying. It was, it sounds scarier than the ghost store. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little <laughs> bit, a little bit. So when you do it though, you go up. There's, it's like a two-part thing. The first part, you go through, and they, you have to download an app, phone, and it's like a, a guided uh, tour that they, every time you get to the next spot, you hit play, and it tells mm-hmm. you about what you're looking at. And then there's a second part that's a game. So I'm like, Fine. the lady said, do you want to do the tour in the game? It's like the tour in the game was like $21, or just the tour was like twenty ninety five. So we're <laughs> like, well, I guess we'll just do both, and if we don't want to do it... So we ended up going through, kind of sped through, because it was like, some of it was like, oh, man. like uh, So a game. Yeah. What, what, was this that? an interactive game? I mean, what yeah. was this? Yeah. <laughs> it was through the app. We, we didn't stay and play it. Oh, so we left. Darn. But, but uh, yeah, I was getting to the parts where there's a couple that like, they showed, like a, a person that they de-skinned. Yikes. Oh like, gosh. and we're just like, okay, like maybe. maybe you hit your limit? We don't have to, we don't have to do the whole thing. So we walked through, and instead of doing the recording part, we kind of just walked through the rest, looked, you know. Mm-hmm. There was some some interesting, interesting stuff. I would recommend anybody who goes to St. Augustine, maybe once for your own uh, curiosity. Curiosity, yeah, <laughs> make it happen, check it out. It's it's you know it was. I think it's worth it to see how screwed up humans can be. Unfortunately, most of that stuff is not a thing now, but. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see, but yeah, at the end of it, we're just like, yeah, we're not doing the game. Let's just walk through the rest of this and get the hell out of here. And yeah, that's when we went to that that little place with like four hundred cans, different kinds of beer, and we're just like, yeah, let's go drink, please. Yeah. That sounds better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drown this out. Yeah. So, so you guys are big on Halloween too. Uh, I my sister's obsessed. Megan loves fall and Halloween. Emma's obsessed. I've I don't know I. I used to be. I think it's like, you know, I'm fat. So putting on a costume and stuff is like, I don't want to put on a weird thing. Like, that's just, I love watching Emma, and I'm sure you get this too, mm-hmm. watching Emma go out and trick or treat and how excited they get. Yes, like, that's yeah, so that's fun the best part. We're yeah. actually, so um, I teach music, but I also am doing musical theater. And my sixth graders are doing a musical, a Halloween musical. And we're actually going to have a part where the, audience is gonna i'm gonna give them candy to give to the kids and let them trick-or-treat in the audience (laughs) oh cute so duff what are you uh what are you gonna be for halloween this year uh i'm not a huge halloween person so it's once every five years i think i get into it so um that's not one of those years so uh but i do i actually was gonna ask you what your favorite costume was as a kid that, that you did go out in so me my favorite oh boy it's actually not as a kid um and it or didn't as an last adult. it yeah. didn't last very long because we, we you know i'm a you know i i'm a large human uh but i have this big and i still have it def- inflatable minion thing. oh that's awesome yeah that it, it's got like fans on the inside and it keeps it blown up and it, i fit in it perfectly so nice walk down the street with that. It didn't last long. You get hot in there so <laughs> yeah. fast, especially in this heat here. So, uh, Haley, you're a big October Halloween. Like, what was your favorite costume? Whether as a kid or an adult. I think I, I, we did Spider Man things a couple of years ago, and I was Spider Gwen, and my daughter was too. So that was fun. Nice. 
nice. Yeah, I think this like this year I'm gonna be the wacky, wavy, incredible, inflatable tube yep. man. <laughs> nice. Joanna, I was Oscar the Grouch one year. I had a trash nice. can. So <laughs> so out of character. Yeah. <laughs> interesting okay you don't have one no, my, i'm not a halloween cookies. fan <laughs> no no and this was the last time i really went all in i really didn't have to do much but uh i found a, a super troopers uh shirt got a brown tie got a fake mustache and um the aviator glasses so i went out as as a super trooper a few years ago i thought that was my best costume uh at least as an adult i even had the bulletproof cup i made that uh, uh joanna walked in one day as <laughs> Yes, I'm trying to make this thing out of like Tupperware, tin foil, and tape. And she's like, "What the hell are you doing?" I'm like, "It's my bulletproof cup. Leave me alone." <laughs> I did. I copied Jim from The Office, and I did the three-hole punch, yeah. Larry, one year. Just a shirt with three black holes. Totally yeah. pointless. Point but, yeah. yeah. I was a homemade star one year. A homemade. You're a, you're homemade a, you're a star every year, Joanna. Yeah. <laughs> I was also a spy. We had like a long trench coat, my friend and I, and then a hat and sunglasses, and that was fun. Yep. So we're doing one of these next years to to dress up and and do a Halloween thing. Yeah, you guys, you guys got to do like together costumes. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, couple you could costumes. go as Tupperware. Yeah. She could go, as, you know, wrap herself in tinfoil. You, you, you could go as old, like moldy chicken. <laughs> so what? Okay. Is that what usually? Is that what usually? You, oh, yeah. you forget about it in the back of your fridge. And then yeah. you, we don't need this Tupperware. It's just Honey, Tupperware. what's that smell in the <laughs> fridge? <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, if you're in the Tampa area or anywhere in Florida, stay safe. We're out of here. Take care. See you.